Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. Join me in Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. And I'll begin reading with, let's go with verse 13. And a voice came to him saying, rise, Peter, kill and eat. Everybody say kill and eat. eat. To you vegetarians, he did not say peel and eat. He said kill and eat. But let's keep moving. I don't want to get off on the wrong foot here today. But Peter said, not so, Lord, for I've never eaten anything common. Please notice this. He said, Lord, I've never eaten anything common. And watch what the angel says, or unclean. I've never eaten anything common. And he was referring to the dietary laws of the Jewish people. There were certain things that they could not eat and be in alignment with the Old Testament law. And so he's bragging and he's saying... I don't eat common things. And he's calling what God is doing in a vision that God's given him a common thing. Verse 15, And the voice spoke to him again the second time, What God has cleansed, you must not call common. You must not call common. And I want to talk about this for just a few moments. This is one of the most remarkable passages in the Bible because... It's very relevant to you and I because this is where in Acts chapter 10 the gospel breaks out of just being sent to the Jewish people. Jesus Himself said to a woman who was a Gentile, meaning non-Jewish, it's not right for me to bless your daughter and help her because that would be like giving the children's bread to dogs. You are a Gentile and I have come to preach the gospel to only Jews. But in this text, God said, now I'm breaking through the racial barriers and I'm going to have a whosoever will come gospel. Jew or Gentile, regardless of the race, regardless of economic standing, all who want to come to the gospel. And, it, and here's how he gets it across. He says, Simon Peter has, is ready to eat. He falls asleep. He eats a meal. He falls asleep. And God gives him a dream, a vision. And he sees this table come down from heaven and a cloth is on it. And it has one of those dishes where you take the top off and you see the beautiful masterpiece food there but it's food he can't eat. And he says back to God, when God says, kill and eat, he says, I cannot do that. This is common. I don't eat common things. And God said to him, what I cleanse, don't you ever call it common. What I do by my grace, don't you ever let it become common in your life. Don't let supernatural things and what I'm doing and the vision that I'm giving you ever become common. I love the fact that 1 Timothy 1 and 6 said, put the people in remembrance of these things, Paul said, and you'll be a good minister of Jesus Christ. 
There are times that we need to be reminded of how good God has been to us, how uncommon and extravagant God's blessing has been in our life. He said, this is not going to be common what I'm doing. I'm about to send you to Cornelius' house to preach the gospel to a bunch of Gentile people and for the first time someone besides a Jew will have the truth that will set them free. And it's not a common thing. What God is doing is not common. And he said, Lord, it looks common to me and it's become common to me. But what God was doing in this moment in Acts 10, He had been planning for 4,000 years. It started with the animal that He slew in the garden and covered Adam and Eve's nakedness with with the skin of that animal. It was being planned in the mind of God when Noah went out on an ark, out of the flood, out of the judgment. It was part of the plan when Esther became queen and preserved the Jewish people so that a Messiah could be born. It was part of the plan when a virgin gave birth to a child named Jesus. And it was part of the plan when Jesus died and was crucified and rose from the dead on the third day. And he said, don't you ever, ever, I've been waiting for this moment when you, Simon Peter, would go to a Gentile's house and preach. And for the first time, Gentiles would be welcomed into the family of God. And don't you dare call what I cleanse common. This is not common. The blood of Jesus being shed is not common. And I've just stopped by today to tell you that our gospel is not common. That our salvation is not common and you must never let it get common in just another service and another time to worship and another Sunday morning at Free Chapel. This is not common. Don't ever call it common. Don't ever let it become common. The God that we serve is not common. I feel my help coming. I'm I'm about to preach. The hope and the joy that I have on the inside of me is not common. The life that I am living, what happens in this church, what happened at 930 when people from that end to that end came down and gave their heart to Jesus Christ. It is not common. It is not ordinary. It's a miracle that you're here today. Pause for a moment and think how you got here where you are right now. It's God that brought you here. It's God that ordered your steps. You've been on a miraculous journey and a miraculous direction that God has been leading and guiding you. The story of Noah and the ark, the greatest part of the story is not the building of the ark, but the presence of the passengers. Somewhere in a deep, dark jungle, there was a he and she lion and a he and she baboon, and a he and a she giraffe, and a he and a she, and I'm emphasizing that, a he and a she, who started turning toward the ark and moving toward the ark. And I can see the female say to the male, why are you going over there toward that ark, toward that thing? I don't know. I just feel like I'm supposed to go. And it was miraculous direction. How did the animals get on the ark? Only one ark. Only one way out of the storm. God led the animals out of their natural habitat to safety and to being rescued. 
And when Noah dropped the gangplank, he didn't say, choose the boat that you care to get on. He said, this is it. Get on it and escape judgment. It's a miracle, folks. It's not common that you are forgiven. It's not common that you're saved. Don't let it become common. Don't let a miraculous, powerful thing that God has done ever just get dull and usual. You shouldn't be able to sit on that seat when they start singing songs about what God has done and the blood has done. I have never got over the miracle. Don't lose the miracle of it all. Don't lose the wonder of it all. I, I like to tell people this, and I guess if I've got a sermon title, this is it. Get saved and never get over it. Don't let it become common. Don't let worship become common. Don't let praise and worship time become common. It should never be common to us that we started a church in downtown Atlanta one week ago. And our first service, we had 1,100 people in the heart of Atlanta. That's not common. Our enthusiasm must not become common. Our, our thanksgiving, our appreciation, our all of God, it must not become common. I'm living a dream right now. You're living a dream life right now. And the opportunities that God has given you, don't let it become common. The everyday things, the car you drive, the house you have. When God found you, you were broker than the Ten Commandments. But look what the Lord has done for you. And you say, well, I don't have as much as other people. But be thankful for what you've got. And if it's not common, God can keep releasing more into your life. Take a praise break and say, God, thank you. It's not common. It's not common, the people you meet with, the stuff you do, the people you bump into, the connections God's giving you. Don't you ever act like you're living a common life. Don't let God's greatness in your life become common. I was sitting, uh, you know, our book, Love Like You've Never Been Heard. It's doing amazing, by the way. Thank you. But, but we... I was sitting, I tell you where this message came to me, is I, I, I had been on a book tour for five weeks and I've just preached to thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And I've been almost everywhere you can imagine. And I was sitting in Ontario, Canada on a TV set of a secular station, the number one state, uh, uh, program in Canada. And they read the book and they invited me to come do three-minute segments, 15, three to five-minute segments on a secular show. It's like the Good Morning America of Canada. And I'm sitting there and all these TV lights and this lady's interviewing me. And I'm sitting there and we tape for four hours, nonstop. Segments of TV questions about, tell us about the book. Tell us about how to love like, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, this is wild. This is not common. 
Has anybody lately woke up and said, I'm not living a common life. I serve an extraordinary, uncommon God who opens uncommon and extraordinary doors. And you don't need to let it become common in your life, but you need to celebrate it with a fresh passion and joy. So I'm going to take a moment and you're going to get a chance. If God has done anything in the last year of your life that was uncommon, would you give him an uncommon praise? And I'll keep moving. I'll keep moving. I believe God watches this stuff. You don't deserve it. You're not that good. You're not that talented. You're not that sharp. It was God's blessing on your life and you better not call it common. Here's a big one. God gave us this building. Right in the heart of Orange County. I didn't ask for it. I didn't politic for it. I didn't bet on it. I didn't gamble for it. I didn't put a bid in for it. I was minding my own business. Out here doing a TV program and getting on Delta to go home the next day. And before I knew it, within 24 hours, the keys were given. It's your building. It's your church. Now build the kingdom. This is a miracle. It's not common. Look around you. There's hundreds and hundreds of miracles sitting all around you that were not here a few years ago. To God be the glory. We should still be praising over that. But some of you just sashayed in here. And set your little blessed assurance down and... You don't know the hell we went through. You don't know what this place looked like. And God said, let's fix that cross up. Let's put that little, you just walked by that water fountain. That water fountain still thrills me. (laughs) That parking lot full still thrills me. The police having to direct traffic still, it still thrills me. This is not common. Don't call this common. You ever had God answer a prayer? No, I'm serious. Have you ever had God answer a prayer? But now it's just common. Yeah, he, yeah, he did that. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I had a lump in, in my breast and, I, and, and they said it probably would be cancer. And, and that, but, but you know, it's gone and I'm cancer free. That was 10 years ago. Praise God. Don't let that become common. Don't lose the miracle of it all. The wonder of it all. The miracle. Somebody's here. It's a miracle you're not drunk. It's a miracle you're not high. It's a miracle. Come on. It's a miracle that you're still married. It's a miracle that your children aren't crazy being raised by you. Some of you business people, you didn't have nothing. And God blessed you and God blessed you. And now you're worth millions of dollars, but it's common to buy a $50 stake at Ruth Chris or whatever it is. And it's, it's nothing, nothing hundreds of dollars here. and hundreds, Nothing wrong with being blessed. My point is this. Don't you ever start acting like this is just... 
God did that. God blessed you. And what God does, don't you ever call it common. You better give him the glory. You better give him the praise. You better give him the thanksgiving because he deserves the glory. Somebody who's had God open big doors needs to lift up your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. I'm not living the common life. So, so, so I'm doing that. It sounds like I'm bragging. Y'all know me. I'm not bragging. I'm just, I'm telling you where this sermon came from. So I do that and I fly home and, and I get a, a phone call and I'm invited <laughs> to go to the White House and, uh, in a couple of weeks. And then I get another phone call and I'm invited to go to Israel to dedicate, to be at the dedication of the embassy American embassy. Do you understand? And I'm thinking, this, this is not common. And if you don't watch it, you just get into your problems and get into your challenges and get into your setbacks and get into your things. But you've forgotten how good God's been to you. You make a big deal about your problems and a little deal about your blessings. But you need to start saying, I'm not living a common life. God has been better to me than I ever deserved. And I just got to say, Lord, thank you for every door you have opened. Don't call this common. Don't call that. When you walk into that business tomorrow, you better walk through there and say, Lord, have mercy. They don't know that they've got the wrong person. (laughs) They don't know how little I'm capable of without him. And I tell you, you start living like this. Never taking for granted the goodness of God in your life, the grace of God, the miracles of God. There's nothing like watching people who just got saved. I love it as a communicator. I can tell the people who just got saved from those who... They, they sung that song last week. Holy... Open up my eyes and wander. But you let somebody get saved, fresh saved, real saved. <laughs> They'll sit down there. They'll sit down there on the, and, and the preacher will say, there's power in the blood of Jesus. And somebody fresh say, did you hear that? My God, did you hear that? But y'all have heard it. You know, you've heard it all. You've heard it all. You've seen it all. And what happens is it becomes common. But you let somebody get saved. Holy there is none like you. <laughs> then, then they start doing, open up my eyes in wonder. <laughs> you ever seen people like that? God bless you. Don't ever lose the wonder. Don't ever lose the wonder. Don't ever lose the wonder. I should be on my way to hell. I don't have a right to be here except by the blood of Jesus Christ. Don't tell me to act like it's common. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. You can be seated. I I think about how Sharice and I... (laughs) Started Free Chapel. A little handful of people in Georgia. We had a building that would seat about 300 people. 
and the air conditioner was broke. And in the summer, it was hot. I don't want to tell you how hot it was. It was, we looked like the whole congregation, we would pack in that place like sardines on Sunday night. Hardly room to move. And we'd get in the, we'd get in that place. The church grew from a handful of people to, we packed in that building that was supposed to seat about 350, 700 people. I didn't wait to start shouting when, when now in Georgia and wherever there's thousands and thousands of people. I was shouting then. I was overwhelmed then. I could not believe this is so... I thought it was the biggest, grandest thing in the world. And I don't ever want to lose the wonder of this moment. We would leave those services. And it looked like the whole congregation had fallen in a swimming pool. We were drenched. I was sloshing in my shoes to get in the car. But man, we had church because God was doing something uncommon. Lucifer was expelled from heaven. You know, he was one of the worship, he was the worship leader in heaven. But he was expelled from heaven because he started calling it common. Why are they worshiping him? They ought to worship me. And what you don't turn into praise will become pride. Anytime God raises you up and gives you attention and glory, you better turn it into praise or it'll turn into pride. And pride was in heaven before there was a devil. Pride turned an angel into the devil. And it'll do the same to you. That's why you don't go around acting like it's just common. You ought to treat your husband like he's not common if he's sitting in church with you. I like the way you're holding his arm. Green shirt and blonde. I I like that. You see how she's got your arm? She's proud of her man, worshiping. She doesn't have a common man. She's got an uncommon man. Common men are at the beach. Common men are out, out there. But uncommon men are sitting in God's house right now, not ashamed. Give me some uncommon men. Give me some uncommon women. You better, you better not treat her like she's just any old girl. You've got you a woman of God. You've got you a woman that loves Jesus. You've got you a mother that's going to raise your children to fear and honor God. You quit calling each other common. I, my, that, the, what did I marry that thing for? You've lost the wonder. You've lost the miracle. Adam and Eve were kicked out of the garden when walking with God. The Bible said in the cool of the day, every day, when God stopped running the universe, He would come down into the garden and walk through the garden in the cool of the day. Which tells me anytime God shows up, is cool. <laughs> but it just became common. Oh, God's coming today. And then they foretook or took of the forbidden fruit. Listen to this. I'm almost done. But listen, Numbers 16, in verse 9, Moses said to Korah, one of the priests, one of the ministers, he said, listen to this. Is it a small thing to you? I want you to listen to this. Is it a small thing to you that the God of Israel has separated you 
To bring you near to Himself to do the work of the tabernacle? I say to every one of you on staff and every one of you working in the ministry and every one of you volunteering, is it a small thing to you now? Just leave it up a moment. Is it just a small thing to you that God's using you? That praise team, you get to stand up here and hold a microphone and glorify Jesus with your talent. Is that just a small thing that God separated you from the congregation and to bring you near to Himself? God put you up here to play those instruments. God put you out there to park those cars. And don't you call it common. The fact that He's cleansed you and He would use someone like you. Don't you let anybody treat you like you're a common park. You are, a, you are an employee of Jehovah Jireh. And every time you're parking a car, it's an uncommon deal. Just do like that and hold your head up. And if they cuss you out or something, just say, bless you. Is it just common? You know, that thought hit me. Is it a small thing that I get to preach? Is it a small thing that you married a great preacher named Javon? Is that a small thing to you now? It's just that we just going, he preached in Georgia for me at Free Chapel this morning, preaching Midtown tonight. Is that just a small thing? Is that just a small thing that, that God used you today, you guys, to stand? Is that just a small thing? Where's, where's, where's Jake at? Is he backslid? Where's, huh? He's downstairs. I was just checking. It's a small thing to Jake. He's down there eating a honey bun or something. Come on. Come on. Do you get my drift? Do you understand what I'm saying? Is it a small thing? Yanni, that God would use you to minister to me, to pick me up from the airport is, is it a small thing? It's not to God. And the fact that you do it, the fact that you're married to a doctor and you have a very successful business, but, but there's something about He wants to be used to do something in the ministry for God. And so He'll drive down and pick me up every time I fly into Los Angeles. That's, a, that's what I'm talking about. Don't ever let it become common. Don't ever let your worship become common. The continual key to making it is to get saved and never get over it. Touch somebody and say, never get over it. Never get over it. Never get over that you were dying and on your way to hell. But Jesus plucked you out of the fire. Do you know how many people don't get it? Do you know how many people hear the gospel, but it's just, it, but God lets you see it. Don't get over it. Bible said in Isaiah, His name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. But His first name is Wonderful. Don't, don't forget His first name. Wonderful. Don't lose the wonder. I close with the Scripture in Romans 6, in verse 13. Do not yield your members, your physical body, as instruments of unrighteousness to sin. Watch this. But yield yourself to God. Watch, I love this. This is the line that got me. As those that are alive from the dead. He said you ought to worship like you were raised from the dead. When God found you, look at what the next verse says, or the, or the next one, I think it's the 14th verse. It says, you're in the next verse, the next one quickly. 
The next one quickly, verse 14. Verse 14. I'll read it for you. For she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she lives. He said you ought to yield your body, your hands, your mouth, your, your, your praise, your service to God as though you were someone that was raised from the dead. Don't lose the wonder of it. When He found you, serve Him like he brought you back from the dead. If somebody dropped dead and, 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 and 20 minutes later you came back to life. If one of your children died and they revived the child and brought it back to life. How would you, how, would you be overwhelmed at that? That is what the text said He did for you. He brought you back from the dead. Don't you ever let it get common. Don't you ever worship with a common attitude. He brought, He gave you your life back. Here you sit. How did you get here and others are lost as they can be? How did you come out of addiction and they're still in it and many of them are in the grave? Some of you should be in prison. But look what God has done. He's pardoned you. He raised you back from the dead. What do you mean? Calm down. What do you mean it's a little too emotional over there? What do you mean he's a little wild today? What do you mean what God has cleansed? That's me. Don't you ever call common. Tell somebody I'm not common because he's cleansed me. Does anybody feel a heart of gratitude this morning? How many of you, be honest, this is not bragging, this is giving glory to God. How many of you are living a portion of a dream life in some aspect that you never imagined? Has it been a long while since you just said, God, if you don't do another thing for me, and I know you will, I got to throw up the other hand and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like that leper that got healed and went back to Jesus and said, I can't go on my merry way. I've got to say, this is an uncommon miracle, and I give you uncommon praise. Let's stand to our feet all over this room. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are blessed.